Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It's your girl, Penny Anassi, reporting live from the South Mother Effin West, Southwest Houston, Texas. So I'm talking way more quiet today. Y'all know I talk so loud. If you know me, you know I talk loud. But I'm talking quiet today because I'm recording from a little room in my mom's house. It's, it's definitely the dedication for me. It really is. It's so late and I'm like maybe three tasks and assignments away from not opening up my computer until the new year. So I'm so excited for that. I just want to like have fun with my friends and family. I want to see Houston. I haven't been home since, what was it, March? And the last time I was home, I was stuck in a room half the time. So I really didn't even get to like explore. So yeah. What's up? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope our Marion Omicron variant is not taking you guys out like it's been taking people out. Um, from what I've been seeing on Twitter, and a lot of that is happening in Texas because people in Texas really don't like to wear their mask. And I'm like, maybe they don't even like to wash their hands at this point because I don't even know. It don't seem like I know a lot of people that catch COVID in New York, but whenever I come back here, it's just kind of like people just be catching it and I don't have time for it. Um, We still have our party. It's still on until further notice. I will definitely make a PSA if we decide to cancel or if I personally decide to tap out because um, I care. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I hope you guys are having a good end of the year, wrapping things up. I know the end of the year is kind of crazy. Like we all want to end on a strong note, but just know that we're ending on a strong note period because we, these past two years have been utterly insane. So if you did anything, you did something. So pat yourself on the back for that. So yeah, I feel like I already floated into my updates. Um, One major thing I definitely want to do before we continue is shout out our girl, Arielle Simone. She was a guest on the podcast and one of my great friends who's in the wellness space. And she was featured in Vogue, Five Ways to Find Joy in the New Year, according according to a holistic teacher. And this is so dope to me because it just like lets me know like, The podcast is where psychology, pop culture, and self meet and Vogue, wellness, all of that. Like I love to see the merge in it and it's inspiring to me because I just know that one day that'll be me, one day it'll be possible when it's not not even possible. It's going to happen sooner than later. And um, I just love to see it from people that are close to me. And for Arielle, it is very much so well-deserved. If you don't follow her on Twitter, you are missing out. And on Instagram, she is hilarious and one of the best holistic nutritionist people on Twitter and Instagram ever. And she is really, really funny. Um, So make sure y'all go back if you have not listened to her episode, Holistic Mommies. Arielle, that is, this is amazing. And all of this is always just the beginning, literally. It's the tip of the iceberg. So proud of you. So shout out to you. A shout out to Vogue for recognizing a real ass girl. Okay. Love that. Love that for her, for real. And speaking of nutrition and health, I just did a really, really dope partnership with Daily Goods. So shout out to Daily Goods as well. Daily Goods and Chelsea Market, they have different locations. Um, and they 
have the best acai bowls and really, really good fresh menu items. So if you are in the city roaming around and looking for a light bite to eat, something that'll keep you on your feet, okay, that rhymed. That definitely, that was that. Okay, but not for real. If you're looking for something good to eat that won't give you the itis, um, some juices, some smoothies, some yogurt, fruits, you know, all the good stuff that's good for you, definitely check out Daily Goods. Um, They have three different locations. I love the Chelsea Market location. And also, I want to shout out, um, they they have a partnership with a drink called Vibes, and it's like a CBD hemp drink that tastes really good. It's infused with CBD, but it tastes like lemonade. It tastes like regular juice. You wouldn't even know that you're low-key getting lifted while you're drinking it. And that is a blast, honestly. So shout out to Vibes and shout out to Daily Goods. Um, Had a great time doing that campaign and can't wait to do more with them. So yeah, shout out to them. What else do we have for our updates? So like I said, I'm in Houston. I have a list of things that I want to do. Like it's like a Houston to-do list, like just like this urban winery that I saw that I've been looking at on Twitter that's been circulating on TikTok. It's like a black, the Houston's first black owned winery. Um, and then post HTX and then um, the something at the museum. I forgot. Anyways, I have a list of things that I want to do. Definitely want to go to Nobu. Um, there's so many things that I want to do and I'm super excited to do that. When I first landed, um, the day after I landed, I went to Toby Nuegue's show, which was magical. I put it on. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore because I've been talking about it nonstop. Put it on my Instagram if you saw it on my Instagram stories. It was definitely like one of those 360 type of moments where it's like, okay, I was in my hometown. I feel like I'm walking my purpose, doing all that I'm supposed to be doing. The blessings are flowing and they're going to keep flowing. And to see somebody who went, who did their own thing, also went against the grain, someone who's also first generation, follow their dreams, and to see like how that has found out, panned out for them, and someone who's also a Christian and who like walks by faith for real, for real in all aspects of their life was really um, inspirational to see, and just to even be able to rage and like have a good ass time to music that just feels good and is motivational and inspirational and not corny is just amazing too. So shout out to Toby. That's all I'm gonna say about that. We're gonna get into the next couple of things, but the show was great. It was the best intro to Houston, to be honest. That's it for our updates this week. For this episode, we are doing a super blast for the past. I'm talking about blast, blast, blast. I'm talking about y'all are about to hear an interview that I did in like what, 2015 or 2016, um, back when I was writing. So it's, y'all don't laugh at me or how I interviewed or anything. And also this interview was transcribed into print. So it wasn't like people ever heard this before. It was just all in writing. So don't try to play me on this interview. But it's with the beautiful brown skin beauty, one of my favorites, Ryan Destiny. So if you don't know who Ryan Destiny is, she is a actress, singer, and songwriter. She has been in the music industry for a while, started off in a girl group called Love Dollhouse in 2013. Now she's a solo artist, and she's most known for her role in Fox TV's drama Star. Star used to be that show, okay? 
that was one of Lee Daniels' like really, really good shows. So I love Brian Destiny and I reached out to her to talk about colorism, being a brown skinned girl back when I used to write for livecivil.com. So shout out to Karen Civil as well. Um, and it was one of my favorite interviews. And it and it was one it this was like one of my actually this was my first viral interview. It went viral, viral because of this Gabrielle Union thing that she talked about, which you guys will hear. So I'm excited. I hope the sound quality is good. But we're gonna throw it back, throw a bike. Is that what they say? To this, love Ryan Destiny. Really excited for this convo. Um, before that, we're gonna get into change. For change this week, I don't think I've ever had this person for change, and I don't don't even know why. But I want to shout out my nigga Ralph. And people would not don't know who Ralph is, but Ralph is the person behind all of the all of the project A Life Foundation work. I used to work with him when I worked with A Life on all of their philanthropic efforts and everything that they did during the holidays. And today I was on my timeline and um, one of their events popped up, Blue Santa, that they did every single year. And Ralph does this every year. He makes sure that a school, all the kids in like one, one specific grade, they all get bikes every single year. And then the police officers come over there bring the bikes and then definitely creates a kind of healthy camaraderie with police officers and like, you know, younger black kids and whatnot. And just out to because he does that really one deep by himself. Um, and of course, he's not the face of aristocrat life, which if you don't know what that is, it's a hospitality group in Houston, Texas. They throw all the big parties with celebs, and all that type of stuff. But Ralph is behind the scenes when it comes to all of the work that they do for the city. And that is my guy. He's the sweetest pie and he gets change of the week because he's always making sure that the city is good um, for the holidays through a life. Uh, and he's not in the forefront of anything at all. So Ralph, shout out to you. You get change of the week. Okay. We're going to go on to pen pal letters. So this week for pen pal letters, let's see what we have. If you don't already know, you can email me or DM me all of your juicy, juicy tea. And you can email me penny period and nasty at gmail.com or you can DM me penny piece. So let's see. This one says, hey, Penny, I'm really broke right now. I'm a struggling creative and my friend makes over 80K a year. We both are trying to follow our dreams and he has a girlfriend. Do you think it's wrong that I ask him to help me out? First of all, yes. Only because, well, I don't know. Because it's like, what kind of friend? It does the girlfriend know you and stuff like that. But I would be very much so side-eyeing my man, giving somebody, another girl, money. I really would. Unless I knew about it and we're all cool. But for me, it's like, did y'all used to have a thing? Are y'all really friends? Have you asked him for money before? Has he been like, hey, if you ever need anything, I got you? If that's the case, then yes. But if it's like an underlying thing there, don't ask him for that unless his girlfriend knows. And make sure you be the one to make sure that his girlfriend knows. But just off bat, I would say 
ask somebody else. Period. Unless it's like your sister, like your bro, bro, your cousin. I don't know, but that's not what it's sounding like. So no. And over 80K, well, I mean, that's very much so relative. So let me not even say that. But I definitely wish you the best. And they there are other ways to still be creative and still make money. Like I think that people need to understand that you could still sometimes do a nine to five or do a bunch of different things while you are doing your whole creative thing. You don't have to like pick, um, you don't have to be the struggling artist, like that narrative. You don't have to do that anymore. I don't think so. So definitely take care of yourself first. So that's what I have to say to that. And we're going to go on. That was Pen Pal Letters, right? And we're going to go on to our interview with Ryan Destiny. Who is Ryan Destiny? Uh, oh, you can answer it however, like, vaguely you want, or if you want to go deep with it, like, however you want to answer it. Okay. Um, Ryan Destiny, I am somebody that wants to make a mark as somebody that just loves people and broke boundaries and just themselves all the time. <laughs> I don't know these questions. No, that's always, good. always that's difficult. Really good. But yeah, that that is me in a nutshell. Okay, no, that's super good. Okay, so most people know you from Empire and Star. How did the role for Star come about? Um, the role came from the casting director Leah Daniels. She was just such a big believer in me, thankfully, and supporter. So when things in Empire fell through, she really wanted me to audition for Star. And at first I wasn't really about it because it was about a girl group and I had gotten out of a real girl group like yeah. a few months before. So I was just like, yeah, I don't really think that this is for me. <laughs> but um, I did it anyway. I auditioned for it and I got it. And now I'm here. Yeah, I love Star, by the way. Like, I miss you guys. You probably won't remember because you guys meet people all the time. But it was in New York, the YouTube show. I had, like, super short hair. I was in pink. And I told you that, told y'all that me and my boyfriend watch the show, like, all the time. It's, our, it's like, our literal show. So, it's a really oh, good wait. show. Oh, wait. I think I do, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not just saying that. I know people are like, yeah, yeah, no, I remember. No. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I'm super, super small. Short hair, it's like short natural hair, pink dress and jean jacket. I mean, my boyfriend had like this beard, like this huge beard. But oh man, mm-hmm. well, hopefully we'll meet again. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Okay. So, what do you love and respect most about Lee Daniels and his work? The thing I respect the most about him is him being very vulnerable within his work and telling stories you know like he's living his truth through his work and the way that he tells stories is really based off of the things that he's gone through mm-hmm. so I really respect that about him because that's not easy to do it's not easy to you know let people into your life that much even if it is within a movie or a show so but it's it's important to do and I think it you know speaks volumes and really opens people's minds and even if it's 
something that people aren't used to. People don't necessarily know too much about. He, you know, is really big on showing a whole different perspective of a lot of things. So um, I love that about him and his work. Definitely, definitely. Okay, what new dynamic do you think Star brings to Star and specifically brings to television and the whole entertainment industry? And why do you think everybody should be tuning in? I just think Star is is so dynamic to me. Like it really is a good show, and especially I'm I'm somebody that's very honest with like mm-hmm. my work and like the stuff that I do even if mm-hmm. it's like if it's trash and I'm on it I'm gonna say it's trash <laughs> <laughs> but I I really just think that it's something that isn't on television right now like we are singing and dancing and it's so many beautiful types of people in this cast mm-hmm. that are so different like we mm-hmm. have a transgender we have these three girls that come from three different places, white, mixed, black. And so I just think it's um, very different, simply. It's a very different show than anything else that's on right now. So I just think it's very cool for people to watch and just learn a few different things, too, Mm -hmm. because it's definitely touching on a lot of hard topics. Yes, and I was super late when I saw Maya Scott on there. I love her so much. Like, I was so I love, Yeah, she was amazing. That was great. Yeah. So, um, I love, like, the, like you talked about, the, the diversity on the cast and the show. So, you growing up with darker skin, of course, as a brown-skinned girl, did you experience mm-hmm. any colorism as a child or in the industry? And can you just talk to us about that experience and what you've learned or any advice you have for other brown-skinned girls? Yeah, I definitely have experienced it in both fields Mm -hmm. in my personal life growing up and in the industry. It's just in the society period. So um, different things that I would go through would just be simply people not thinking I'm beautiful. Like people literally not liking me, whether it be a guy that I like or just anybody not liking me because of my skin color being embarrassed of it and and you know not thinking it's beautiful because they see a lighter skin tone on television being praised or they hear it in a song that was by one of their favorite rappers you know it's just always been a thing that even I at a certain point thought was right like I would think oh yeah they're right like I'm I'm not beautiful because I'm this color like I want to be lighter Mm -hmm. like I would literally I would go through my mind and it's such a terrible space to be in especially (laughs) when you don't even realize it and when I finally did realize it and it finally clicked to me and it really truly was a it was a complete shift in my life and it was a genuine shift I I didn't when I realized it, it wasn't in a time where right now social media is even in a bigger space where we are showing like so much love to one another and Mm -hmm. so much support of, you know, we all our skin tones and diversity. Like it's, it's being 
love now, I think more than ever, but we still have such a far way to go because it's still such a huge thing that's happening. Um, but when I had realized it, it was something that literally I had to pull from myself and I'm like, whoa, like it clicked. Like I am so beautiful and my skin color is, is so great and grand and I should not feel like I want to have my skin lightened and it wasn't a thing too where I put down a lighter skin girl I think that's a huge issue that we have too because of jealousy and Mm -hmm. how you know the way that people are brought up they like to put down a lighter skin person and I think a lot of times it's happening too now where darker skin girls are being praised so much now people are, are kind of going down this other road where they don't really like life-skin girls. And exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it's like a trend it's a now, thing. like to be dark. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a trend. And I really don't mm-hmm. like that because, too, that's why I said it came from a genuine place because I feel even now dark girls aren't truly loving themselves. They're loving themselves because it's what Everybody hot right mm-hmm. now. Exactly. Yeah. So that good. bothers me, good. too. I'm like, it should not matter if it's hot or not. Like, you should love yourself regardless you know so I just want to really express that and really let people know how real that is and how important it is to really mentally have a shift in your mind that is through society through what is in front of me right now like I'm beautiful regardless and I'm going to do this and succeed in this regardless so um yeah it's, it's, it's very important to me so it's definitely something I'm forever going to speak on because Mm -hmm. it's very very real that's really good okay so um as a brown skin girl myself um I've always wondered like what like what is your skin regimen and like what foundation do you use because Fancy Beauty just came out so I'm like yeah (laughs) like your skin Ah. glows I know, I know you make the bars and all that stuff but like on a normal day you know like for normal girls like, what do you use and what's your regimen? I use very, like, I went through a whole thing with my skin where I was breaking out really bad. So it's just crazy now how people are like, what do you use for your skin? Because I'm like, wow, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I use um, a lot of products that don't have, like, like a lot of the extra stuff in there. Like, Vanna Cream is one of the um, products that I use that have you know, a whole bunch of different stuff, but mainly their face wash. It's just very simple. Like it's not any extra stuff in it at all. And I, cause I think a lot of some of the stuff that I used to use, like with like silicic acid in it and all this stuff, it would mm-hmm. dry my skin out, which would not help it at all. I would break out even more. So mm-hmm. that's something that's very helpful. And Oliver, you know, I use this moisturizer and it has been the best to me ever and there's also whenever I do break out because I still do I want people to know mm-hmm. that very good. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> I use um it's a product by Mario Fettuccine I think that's how you say his name but it's a spot treatment that you use um and it's like in a little bottle and it's pink and it's drying lotion and that I'm telling you will save your life when you're breaking out I promise and then as far as cosmetics and like foundation I use mm-hmm. your Armani Giorgio Armani's foundation okay. is like silk. It literally just goes on and it's not heavy. And that's the best yeah. part. Using heavy makeup is, is very crucial to skincare, period. So 
I definitely recommend yeah, came up on my Googles. One time I just Googled, like, um, foundation for dark skin women, and Georgia Armani definitely came up. So I'm going to have to yeah. check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, sure. as far as, like, the, the how long that list is of darker colors, they need to step it up. Because since you just blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, like, I'm waiting. But, to I mean, another person that's really... Yeah, but another mm-hmm. person that's really good with skin color for darker women too is AJ Crimson makeup. I don't know if you've heard of him, but AJ Crimson is another great person for darker skin tones that has like a variety, truly. So, mm-hmm. okay, so you've been compared to like sub actresses like Gabrielle Union. She mentions you in her book, and I want to know how do you feel about the statement that was made. And what is you guys' relationship as of now? And if she taught you anything, what has it been? Um, yeah, I literally that was that was very weird to me too. Just <laughs> weird in a good way, just because I didn't expect her to put me in a book. Period. I remember the time that we did meet, but when she was talking about it in her book, and um. She was very, very nice. I wouldn't have known that she was thinking any of the stuff that she said in her head at yeah. all. So it's, it's interesting, but she was just talking to me and we were just chopping it up about, you know, because I was filming at the time and I was like struggling mentally with this stuff just within the show. Just, there's always some drama. And mm-hmm. um, she was just being supportive of that and like just like saying push through it. Um, our relationship is great right now. We're very supportive of each other. Um, she's supportive of me, thankfully. Um, so, and I just, I'm, I'm very, I appreciate her vulnerability in the book, you know, and really mm-hmm. expressing how she felt truly about it all and overcoming certain things within that. Um, so it's cool, but I really do think that there is room for all of us. Um, and she's Gabrielle Union, so I think she definitely is so good on me, and I am no threat. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that we have a, a great future ahead as far as, like, our relationship and what could happen, because that, doing a movie with her would be amazing, or any type of project would be really cool. Definitely. Yeah, she's amazing. I love her honesty. Like, it was like, and it's yeah. sometimes... And it's not even like our fault that we have to feel that way. It's just kind of like yeah, all the pressures of the industry that make us like someone might take your spot. It's like it's legit. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's this whole competition thing that doesn't need to be there. Okay, so you're a triple threat. You dance, you sing, and you act. Star gave you the opportunity to do all of that on one platform. But can you mm-hmm. talk about your musical career outside of Star? Yeah, I have been recording my own solo music for like past two years now. Um, so I am in the process of putting out an EP titled On One's Own. Um, and I'm really excited about it because it'll really just be smooth. And it, people will really see the difference between, you know, the songs on the show versus who I actually am and what I mm-hmm. create what I make so I'm just excited for people to see that side of me that's exciting so like what vibe do you have if anything or is it a surprise or like what could we um that's always tricky because I I really 
do love. I mean, I, I take from a lot of different elements, but I mean, I guess with, within this first project, you can say it's R&B based. Okay. Like that's like the vibe of it. And it's just chill. But I'm a dancer too. So it's like going to be a lot of that within like the visuals. And so yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Cool. So you were in a girl group. So you are on a girl group on set. On the set of Star, yeah. you were you were in one in real life. What do you believe yeah. are the three main components that every girl group needs to thrive and be successfully happy as a group and as individuals? To thrive, Ooh. like to thrive and just actually be like a successful girl group, because you know, like that's yeah. I mean, it's a very yeah, it's a very difficult thing, and I think the main downfall. In my experience that I had was just simply, truly being friends. You really have to really, because there's a lot of people in the industry that think that you can throw girls together and they think that you can just say, okay, be friends now. And it'll be fake at that point. You know, it's, it's very forced. And I don't think that that's, that'll never resonate. And I think it's, it's I think you can sort it sometimes happens that way and thank God it can, but it'll only happen if they truly connect, you know, if they don't Mm -hmm. and they're like faking it through like interviews and faking it in the public and like, it'll always end. It'll always end badly. Mm -hmm. Somebody's leaving, somebody's being replaced. Like it'll happen every time. And then people Mm -hmm. will, will be able to see that. And I think that's what girls want to see. They want to see girls that are true friends. And once they see that they're not, then they're just like, oh, well, this is going to end. <laughs> so I think that that's a, that's a huge, huge part of being a successful girl group is you really have to love each other. Um, and then, <laughs> and then it, individually, it's kind of just that same type of thing. I mean, you're going to have to be your authentic self with anything whether you be in a group or not. So I think as long as you keep those things in mind and you know who you're speaking to and you know why you're doing it, then that'll that'll really help along the way. (laughs) Dope, dope. Okay. Um, So you're dating a fine young man. The name is Keith Powers, it looks like. So what do you look for in a guy and what is your outtake on dating as a millennial and especially like a millennial in the industry? For uh, both aspects. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I look for in a guy is, I don't know, everything that Keith is. Cute. <laughs> 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 it's so, I mean, it's, it's very, very hard to please me, especially now because I've, I don't know, I've seen a lot of different people and it, it's, it's hard to get me and it's hard to play me, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it, it just is tricky. And I'm not, especially in the space that I'm in, like I'm very, very career based. Like that's, that's always first for me. So to be in a relationship in the industry, it can get tricky. I just think as long as you guys both realize where you're at in life and like the space that you're at and you realize you know that certain things are going to have to be sacrificed but you still respect them and love them 
and you guys have an understanding, then things will definitely be easier. But you do, you know, I think it helps to having somebody else that's in the industry. You guys understand each other on a different level. And, you know, you're busy, they're busy. So that helps. And I know people think that it it may be a thing where you guys don't talk as much and, you know, there's no time. But I think it literally helps when, because, you know, we're young and we're living our our Mm -hmm. lives. you guys are going to grow like individually like and yeah yeah and you have to I think the number one thing that's been important for me is there being no pressure when there's no Mm -hmm. pressure on it things go a lot smoother when you feel like there's like something weighing down on you and you feel Mm -hmm. like you have to please whether please them or please everybody else and being in the public eye in a relationship can get tough too which is why Mm -hmm. we're pretty low key yeah. but mm-hmm. um it a lot of opinions come in to play and that's pressure in itself so you really have to like keep that out the pressure sucks and pressure yeah definitely i need to hear that the pressure yeah. thing for sure yeah like, yeah that's real okay mm-hmm. so um out of all of your female peers whether it's in if they're in music or acting or whatever who inspires you the most right now and why um, you said acting or music? Yeah, acting or music, the two ever inspired you the most. <laughs> Who's inspired me the most? I'm sorry, my best friend right now is <laughs> being an idiot. Um, <laughs> I uh, have always been influenced, especially by entertainers. So people like Michael Jackson, obviously, is huge. Aaliyah, Freddie mm-hmm. Mercury, Prince. Um, but I'm huge on singers and brandy has been a huge influence lauren hill Cindy Irie, mm-hmm. um and then as far as acting goes i uh it's, it's always so hard choosing people period just because i'm i'm a huge like like i love my people so anybody yeah. Anybody that's, like, going hard right now, there's so many, like, young, inspiring actors that are, like, really killing it, and and I just am a fan. I'm a fan of, like, all of us right now that are, like, pushing these, like, boundaries and, like, going in these different directions that people don't usually see us being, whether we be Black or another race. Like, I really do love every actor that's coming up right now, and I think we're really doing different things with how much you can do too. Like we're not just actors and we're not just singers. Like we can do a lot more and we can make a change within the industry and in the world. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. So dope. So what's next for you and like what do you want the world to know about you? Um what's next for me? I will just say you will see. I am always and forever evolving. So, and my journey, I feel like, is going to be a long one. So, I'm definitely always going to keep people updated, but there are a lot of things that people don't know. And I'm excited for the future, and I just want everybody to know that I'm a lover and (laughs) um, an entertainer. So, yeah, that's great. Okay, that's all. Thank you so much. That was fun. Thank you so much.
Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. All right. And um, have a good day. And you too. And have a good holiday. Show. Yes. You too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye, Jenny. Bye. And of course, we got to leave off with peace of mind. And what's bringing me peace of mind this week is being at home in Houston. Houston is full of peace. I have so much more to say about it. Gonna say more about it next week. But what's bringing me peace of mind is being in my hometown, eating my mom's cooking, being around my brothers, sitting on the couch. My mom is the best food on food on food. And just all the love here is just beautiful. And just the 360 always coming home reminds me of just how far I've came. And I just love that because it's been a struggle. The day that I tell y'all for real, for real, all the deets, that gonna be like, Penny, really? That was your, that, that's was your life? And yeah, but peace of mind is coming home to a beautiful, healthy home. My mom's happy. My dad's happy. Everyone's happy and healthy and I'm just very much so blessed. So that is for me peace of mind for sure. All right. Bye, guys.